What's your ultimate passion project? God fucking damn it. <laughs> how um, do you want to be known when you die? <laughs> For what work? I, how, what, what do I want my legacy to yeah, be? Yeah, what's your legacy? Part of me really wants to just write like a procedural TV show that goes on for 17 seasons. Honestly, that's but a good goal to have. Part of me also wants to do like a prestige. Oh, you know what? I, I want to make... Hmm. I think like if I were to like imagine my gravestone, <laughs> and it, it would be Rina Ahokainen. She did some fun shit. <laughs> And that was it. So like a comedy, I think. I think like writing like a good comedy TV show. Yeah. Limited run. Mm-hmm. Like like happy ending style, two seasons. Yeah. <laughs> like cult happy classic didn't last. And like you know, like it would be like like fully my vision. No censorship. Yeah. And I could just, I could just do, like, do my thing. Yeah. And it would be funny. Yeah. That would be it. That would yeah. be my passion project that I would, like, hone for, like, 20 years. And then when I aired it, it would be so behind the times. <laughs> <laughs> That's a beautiful way of thinking of it. Um, How about you? I feel like I have two and a third that I only want today specifically because we've been talking about it. Okay. So I'll, I'll give that one an honorable mention. Um, I want to make a, I think, I think I want it to be prestige TV. Um, mm-hmm. and it's about, um, queer mobsters. That's yes. it. not at all influenced by some like it hot, but probably, um, probably a little bit, a little bit. Then I have two separate ones. Mm-hmm. One, I, <laughs> I want to do a Mildes and Schwartz style long prov, long <gasps> improv, like theater run. Yeah. Like yeah. I don't need, I don't need a special, but like, I'd love to do a theater run of that. Yeah, because I like a forty-five minute. Like, yeah, exactly. Long like that sketch, would be incredible. And two, I want to make a video game about cryptids. That's it. See, <laughs> I started thinking this too, and I think I would like to make like a Dragon Age style um, heist. That would be so incredible. video game. That would be like high fantasy heists. High fantasy queer role playing. Heist. Like massive role playing heist. I would love that. That would like be that so would be fun. A good time. Yes, I think that though, these are all very good passion projects. Speaking of passion projects, our biggest passion project is this podcast. (laughs) (laughs) And that project... Honestly, we've kept with it for a year. A whole year. Welcome to the... We've been doing this. Welcome to the Swamp It Up anniversary episode. A year. A whole year of us talking about New Diesel Shrek. So hopefully we could now walk. Yes. We would maybe have a grasp of like some simple words. Yeah, like very easy words. Like mama. I also papa. think that you're not, you know, the walking thing starts like right before this or like right after this. I'm not sure. I'd say, I don't know. I say, I say, I say one year olds can walk. Okay. I'm pretty like, I, I have like this like inkling that like some babies can start like crawling and stuff and like learning that when they're like nine months yeah so i feel like that gives you like a three-month period to work towards walking when you're one i'm pretty sure i'm gonna put my brother on blast right now but mm-hmm. that the story that goes with my family a lot is the fact that my brother couldn't walk at one and that was seen as strange because he was too round as oh, a baby yeah. and could not stand up <laughs> Bless him. Bless his soul. Um, um, but yeah, we're we're we are slowly learning motor skills. Yes, and some we have some words. object permanent <laughs> around this bit. time. Yeah, yeah. We um, can follow. Yeah. Basic narratives, maybe. Yeah. Um, but, you know, one year basic old. narratives. <laughs> First, welcome to Swamp It Up. Yes, welcome to Swamp It Up. Fully welcome to this one-year-old. To this passion project exactly 
the podcast where we compare movies to the Shrek Cinematic Universe, which is Shrek 1 and 2. Um, I'm Mari. I'm Rena. <laughs> we say it at the same time. Yeah. We kind of changed it there. I introduced yeah. the podcast. You introduced the concept. Yeah. So yeah, I'm Mari. And you're Rena. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm Mari. No, I'm... And I'm Rena. And we are your hosts. And we have been for a whole year. Um, and what a year it has been. <laughs> what a time. Um, this Can you imagine that this did not start out as a quarantine podcast? Because it we started recording before like COVID was taking as a serious threat. No, I'm pretty sure that the first episode came out the first week that I went back to the Netherlands to sit out lockdown. Yeah, but we had started like recording like like a month beforehand. Exactly. To have like a backlog of episodes. Exactly. So what a weird and... time that must I don't even know what the first episodes are like where we're still talking about like the outside world. Doing stuff. Doing anything. And then like at one point it's like, well, we've <laughs> we've been inside for a while now. Like we had the legitimate like dream of like, oh, we'll be able to like soon record episodes face to face. Honestly. Mari now lives in Berlin and I can go visit her whenever I want. <laughs> because it's slightly closer than when I lived in Scotland. Yeah. <laughs> and look but at us behold, now. We, well, Rita has, like, um, had to change her flights to Berlin, like, 20 times now. <laughs> yeah, but I'm still refusing to cancel them. I believe that I will be able to use those flights one day. Yes, who knows? I will be able to. Exactly, and hopefully not at the end of the podcast when we finally have rated every single movie. Mm-hmm. Um, so for the anniversary episode, we did things a little bit different. Um, yes. We um, asked you guys on Twitter. We looked at our lowest rated movies of the last year, which off the top of my head were Rough Night, Avatar, Halloween 3. Halloween 3, and... Well, I have the list open. I can just look with my Avatar own eyes. and... Hold on. <sighs> Hold on. Ein Moment, bitte. The, the Mummy Returns. Does that make sense? Yes. Yes. Yeah. That was it. And so we asked our Instagram followers to um, vote on which of these four least well-performing movies deserved a second chance Mm -hmm. as a little birthday gift from us to the world. Mm -hmm. And the one that won is James Cameron's 2009 hit Avatar. (laughs) We are here again. We're back on these blue horse. We're not a horse, but we all know it is a horse. We are back on Avatar. We've rewatched Avatar this week, and boy, oh boy, that is not a movie to be watched twice in one year. That is not a movie to be watched twice in one decade. No, I feel like the last episode. You can go listen to it because it was um, because it's out there. Um, I would describe it as optimistic. Yeah, and like. Well, we didn't we give some... Avatar. We did not give Avatar a good rating, but we kept saying it's a good watch. But, yeah, we said we enjoyed watching it. Yeah. We and don't say that now. That <laughs> <laughs> that's not the case this time. <laughs> For some reason, our combined um, cynicism of I don't even know. I don't know what it was. It hit so different this time. It was just like a slog. And for some reason, the lines pissed me off so much more. But anyway, just to explain how we're doing it this time round, it's a little bit different than usual. Um, We're not um, doing every category that rating it. We're just going to go through the categories and say how it could be more Shrek-like, what it could do to win our favor. We all know Jammeron is planning on... More like continuing this franchise <laughs> until the end of the fucking universe, yes. the heat death of the universe. This is the hill he and has chosen. <laughs> yeah, you sure, Cameron? <laughs> but we decided that our gift to him mm-hmm. for the to celebrate the first year of this baby is um to help him in his journey to hopefully making a more bearable Avatar movie. Exactly. And what movie is? The best movie of all time. Well, Shrek, obviously. Mm-hmm. That's the basis of the podcast. So we want to guide Jamron gently towards a good movie by giving him tips from the book of Shrek. The book of Shrek. Um, how are you coming to the podcast? Um, this is the second episode we're recording today. Mm-hmm. 
and I would say I was way more optimistic during the first episode, and now I'm just kind of, like, slowly coming to gra- grabs with, like, how much shit I will have to do come next week. <laughs> so there's, like, a little bit of a stress building up, but it's still, I still know that in a week's time, I'll be on a holiday, like, I'll have my, like, week off of work, so it's not as severe as it would be on a Wednesday. Mm-hmm. It's it's still mellow Sunday energy, but, like, with a hint of stress. Yeah. And I think that puts me as fiona when she's like in shrek 2 like there's gonna be she's wondering where is shrek and she's at the castle and there's the dance and then prince charming shows up with like a rose in his mouth yeah like asks me to dance and tells me he's shrek and i'm like no you're fucking not and i'm overwhelmed but i'm like let's see where this goes (laughs) (laughs) that's beautiful Mm mm-hmm I'm trying to think How about that. you? Yeah, I'm thinking about that too, because I'm also gonna get a hint of the Sunday Sunday scaries. Mm-hmm. Um And you know what my thing is? I think I'm like the king in that moment. Mostly because I, okay. I so I so I have to I have to build a kitchen in my flat in two weeks' time. Um mm-hmm. which is you know, wild that Germany does not have flats where you like have your own kitchen you have to buy your own kitchen that's the silliest item that you would move with it's so ridiculous um and i have to get i have to get so much stuff done before that so i feel like i have i have this elaborate plan but it's stressing me out and Mm -hmm, i have to do that mm -hmm. tomorrow you know part of that's tomorrow so i'm just like oh this is gonna be a fucking nightmare of a week but you know what once that kitchen's in there that's it for the kitchen and that'll be good That'll be over and done with. Yes, exactly. No more kitchen stress. Yes. Okay. Okay. So now we are embarking on this journey to help Avatar to become a fucking movie that you would like to watch. Exactly. Which currently it is not. Exactly. So let's uh, start off with the story. Okay. Okay. <laughs> What's our, what are our notes for story? I think... Um, the one thing that I noticed this time around when I was watching it, it misses it misses good motivations for a lot of the characters. The only good yeah. motivations are the bad guys and maybe Grace. But like Yeah, Grace is for science and bad guys are for like material gains. So. Exactly. I feel like Jake Sully is just kind of like along for the ride. And like, he stumbles yeah. into the plot and suddenly it's happening around him and he's like, oh boy, this girl is hot. Yeah, exactly. And we need a more establishing scene. And like, what really pissed me off this watch round was like mm-hmm. when Jake is um, uh, like, should we give a round of the plot first? I just realized we didn't do that. No. Okay, you've li- like listened to the episode beforehand if, if you've you not seen Avatar for some you reason. Can, you cannot listen to this episode without having listened to our first Avatar run. Exactly. Like, you're not allowed. If you haven't done so, fucking click away. Yeah. And Don't listen to this until you've listened homework. to our first Avatar episode. Um, we had to watch this movie twice. The least you can do is listen to our podcast episode about Avatar twice. Exactly. Or something. Yes. Two Avatar episodes. Listen to them once each. That's <laughs> it. Listen to them both twice. Why not? But anyway, Jake Sully is lost in the woods because he messed up. Um, and Neytiri, played by Zoe Saldana, comes up to him and he, when he's about to be attacked and eaten by wild animals. And she saves him. And she says, and he asks, why did you save me? Because I'm not, like, one of your people properly and you hate me, obviously. Um, why, why did you do this? Uh, you could have just let me die. And I was like, yeah, yeah, you could have, Neytiri. You could have just let him die. <laughs> you could have. We fucking wish you had. Um... And she, her answer is, you have a strong heart, which is the weakest reason. Like, what yeah. are you talking about? Like, overall, the entire thing of, like, Awa somehow picking Jake yeah. is already, like, kind of gross mm-hmm. in that way where it's, like, yeah, sure, like, this, de- like, de- Deus Ex Machina is yeah. just working for him yeah. for no reason. He's doing nothing to deserve anything. Yeah. Um, it's the divine I, reasoning for it all. Yeah, I feel like, I feel like Jake is the wrong protagonist he is and i think that's like this movie it, he he's like it's somehow like is it like in shrek what makes shrek so great and why we love it is because we have this kind of like we have the like established 
society yeah. of like humans, attractive humans. Yeah. And then we have Shrek, who's an ogre mm-hmm. and like painted as an, an attractive ogre. Mm-hmm. And then like the journey to take is not to be part of the establishment mm-hmm. but like turn their backs toward it yeah and like be content as they are and like there's something so weird about like avatar's plot being like that the establishment comes to the like oppressed yeah and being like this is how you do things yeah exactly exactly it's it's yeah, and it's also I I I am better at being a, a Navi than you are. Yeah, exactly. And like, if there's this thing of like, you know, they're it's the you know they're they're coming to essentially colonize this planet, mm-hmm. and then you have to shoehorn in something where the guy that was supposed to be the enemy becomes the savior, right? Yeah, that's fine. Like we've had, <laughs> is it fine? Probably not. But like, <laughs> that's the plot you're going with. Yeah, to shoehorn that in, you just need a you know you need the fairy tales taking over the swamp. You uh, the fairy tale creatures taking over the swamp. You need something mm-hmm. to push that forward in a way better way than oh he seems like a g- good guy. He he seems like he's doing fine. Sure, he was part of the American military, but yeah. like you know like <laughs> he likes guns and he's like happy to like rat on the navis to the military so they could like crush them at the start exactly so he he sure loves that girl what if what if he take a leaf out of shrek's book Mm -hmm. and have one of the fairy tale creatures go against the establishment and that be the driving factor have one of the navi fight back she yeah she he they could still fall in love with one of the other people because that's what happens to shrek that's fine but don't mm-hmm. but make one of the proper Navi the hero. Yeah. The real like, Navi the hero. It 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 feels weird that the protagonist is not a Navi. Yeah. Cuz it it just like the story they're telling is like it it just it just suffers so much from it. And it's like imagine if like one of like it yeah, if it was like you said reversed and the Navi would go into the like the military base. Mhm. And they would be there to learn. And in that way, you would also, like, get a more direct, like, more um, interaction of them, like, questioning the way the things are run. Yeah. Because there is this light criticism of the military. And I think we can... Well, not light. It's not light. There is a criticism of the military, right? Mm -hmm. Um, But we can do that. We can do that more from the start if we do that. We can do it better. Yeah. Because also the end of the movie, it's just kind of like, you know, they com- commit this horrific thing where they essentially, like, kill the planet. Yeah. We are, like, we establish that the, even the, like, living things are, like, part yeah. of this network and there's, like, spirits living and stuff. Yeah. They destroy all of it and they kill, like, so many of these people. Mm-hmm. And then they just, like, you know, they just they just leave and there's, like, three people who decide to stay back. Yeah. And then it's, like all of them like just go away and it's just kind of like oh well they're off now of mm-hmm. the planet and they don't like sure they don't get the unobtainium yeah but it feels like they just get like they don't have to learn anything no they don't have to deserve anything they just like do a bad thing and then they get to leave yeah without having like taken anything from that like yeah thing. and it's also weird that there's only like two people two three four people who decide to stay behind yeah because that kind of just like paints them as anomalies mm-hmm. and not part of the like humans yeah and like they can and leave i weird. think that's it's okay that they leave but they should help kind of like i there can't should, remember how the ending good they, sh- they should kind of be some kind of like repair what you've just broken kind of yeah but there's not they literally just get escorted into the ships yeah. and they leave yeah I, i'm not saying like shoot them all as they walk to the ships no. and kill all of the like no but i feel like also that that's like just a story point that's in jamron's hands yeah. so why didn't he why didn't more of the people start to question what they were doing yeah exactly because that's also weird because so many of it are so okay with it yeah you could have that you could, like literally have someone go in one of the navi go in to the military base and create like a uprising from within that'd be cool 
Yeah. Because <laughs> Shrek 2 is all about, like, making the establishment be okay with the outliers. Yeah. And, like, you know, they like, the king has to learn his lesson. Exactly. And he needs to grow. And, well, sure, there's some who die, like Fairy Godmother, right in front of her son. <laughs> but... There's just more causality to being a villain and doing evil deeds. Yeah. And there's like learning. Yeah. So yeah. It's just it's just so fucking annoying that Jake's the main character. Like That's literally the biggest issue. Is... <laughs> change that and we'll accept it. Have Grace fall in love with Neytiri. That's a very hot take and that's kind of beautiful. I'd love that. I know. <laughs> you have the character there. Yeah. Is that, there's also like way more like the mo- motivation is way clearer because she's like interested and she wants to like, I don't like, although there's the whole thing like why are they keep teaching these, like why are they teaching the Navi English and why are they not just l- learning like Navi themselves? Yeah. There's that weird kind of like, there's a lot of that there's a lot of like you know you have one point where they're like we gave him we want to give him education and things like that and it's like oh yeah i'm just like i feel like they don't need it yeah <laughs> i feel like they're doing fine without yeah. your like dumbass schools but even then that would be an interesting thing if it was like grace who thought she was doing like this big thing to help and then yeah. she would learn like oh no maybe i'm the one who should learn from this yeah and, like just fucking ditch these yeah Exactly. Like, I feel like Avatar wants to say a lot about, like, you know, the environment mm-hmm. and colonialism, and they go very surface level, and I think they can dig deeper, yeah. and I think a different protagonist will be what helps. Because it's it, the protagonist is too close to the villain establishment. Yeah, exactly. And it's boring. And he doesn't do enough to fight against it. Yeah. And he's boring. So it just... <laughs> Yeah, he, and he's like he's the most boring character on like like ever. ever to and he be has on like a no more. Yeah, he's just so like he's so yeah. Um, but yeah, that's one tip for you, Jamarin. Yeah. So let's move on to to characters, which I also think yeah, we just, should look at. Which we kind of we kind of did. Already. But I'm also just thinking of like dynamics between characters. They're all quite. Mm-hmm. They're, they're it's the not very character driven. Essentially. Yeah. Like it's very plot driven. But we could have more like shrunky dynamics, you know. Mm-hmm. We could have other characters that have more depth because we don't have that we don't have depth because those so many of the people don't have clear motivation no exactly and if they have motivation it's very like it's either too many people having the exact same yeah or like there should be conflict but not the kind of baby conflict yeah and the conflict that they have is also like weird like when grace at the beginning is like oh i don't want you i want your brother and it's like well what are Too you going to do about like, that? He's dead. That's not a conflict. You're just making like a problem out of nothing. Yeah. It was so strange. It's like, you don't know anything. It's like, well, you don't have much choice here, Grace. <laughs> and like, also like utilizing villains, um, the, like the big leader of the humans who like, is like financing or something, the, the thing. Mm-hmm. I can't remember his name and I refuse to look it up. Not the military man, but the like businessman. Um, the guy that plays he... Phoebe's brother and friends is the only way I remember him. Yes. <laughs> um, but he also as a character, like they try to do something with it because he has that moment where he's like, well, I'll give Jake a chance to try to talk these people out of it. Yeah. But even that is like, that is too little, too late. Yeah. And it's weird. And it kind of like, it, it, it kind of is like, well, yeah, he has a heart, but then it's like, then he goes and kills all of them anyway. Mm-hmm. So it's this, like, if you want to have like a conflicted villain, make him a conflicted villain yeah. and not this like fucking oatmeal dish that yeah. is just like there <laughs> and brings nothing. That's the thing. I feel like the Except characters fills are just, you up. Yeah. I'm just like, up. you know, we know you can do characters, Jamran. We've seen the Titanic. Like you, yeah. can, you can you can do more. You know how to tell a story, yeah. funnily enough. And like but I why... think the story is told. Again, like the first time we watched this, and I still kinda want that to be part of the experience. Like it was a watchable movie. That one but time. It just, <laughs> it just doesn't stand up to any kind of scrutinization. No, exactly. It doesn't. Just give us some more depth. Like I feel like the Navi have a little bit more depth. Like Nateri yeah. does. 
And there seems to be a little bit more going on, but it's still just one of those things where it's like... But the... even that's like, Neytiri's, sure, like, I, I can understand, but first of all, it's not established why she would ever, 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 ever fall in love with Jake. Yeah. Like, ever. Ever. And then, like, the, like and then that she would ever forgive Jake, because what Jake does is the dickest move possible. Like, they have this thing where they, like, they, like, essentially, like, find their, like, pairing and they are like together forever mm-hmm. is how they, they like get married they get married but like alien married yeah and it's like this big thing even more like it seems it's more set in stone than what like we have yeah. as a marriage because it has the whole like awa and everything yeah. connection and stuff and jake fucking knows mm-hmm. that he's a fucking military man in a blue skin suit and he's just like you know what this is she's the print this is essentially the princess of the story so let's just like let's get down to it and then it's like i'm like what is your what is your plan here jake yeah think for a second like it feels like he should not have made that call yeah and it just feels like very like Jake is so selfish. He is Jake so is so selfish. extremely selfish, which also makes him like such an anti, like protagonist almost. An antagonist, yeah. It takes a long time for him to actually do the right thing. Yeah, and it all seems so like silly the way he does and, everything. Yeah, he is an idiot. Like he deserves to die so many times in a movie because he's like this like. Woohoo, I have legs and a gun now, so yeah. I'm invincible. Yeah. And you are all like stupid tsunamis. Mm-hmm. Like, what you do is dumb. Exactly. <laughs> I'm just here for like a fun little romp and then I'm gonna go home. Yeah. And it's just, I don't like it. I don't like it. He <laughs> smells so bad yeah. and just having like any. <sighs> Imagine if it was the other way round. If originally Jake was supposed to go there and then he dies, mm-hmm. like, in action. And then it's his, like, humanist, like, brother who's, like, into these, like, you know, like, philosophy and psych- and that kind of, like, soft studies. And it just goes in there because he's fitting. And then he needs to, like, insert himself in this, like, military world. Yeah. That would already be, like, way more interesting. It would. Like, they they picked the wrong Jake. <laughs> they, they, I agree with Grace, actually. They picked the wrong brother. I mean, they had no yeah. choice. Um, yeah. Do you want to have a look at setting? Because I feel like that's a yes. good one to discuss, too. Yes. Because I feel like the, the point remains with the old episode that I think we said before. It bar- Like, it's sci-fi without being sci-fi. Because yeah, it's, it's essentially, like sci-fi... you know... With the, like, lowest common denominators. Yes. It's very much like you obviously want to tell the story about Pocahontas. But it is Pocahontas. That's what it is. And, yeah, but, like, it, it is you know. Imperialism. But, like, with a twist. But sanitized, because it's not really, like, actual, like, because it, it's an alien race, so yeah. everything is more acceptable, and it's, exactly. you don't have to look any, anything, like, Yeah, you, it's more acceptable, you make it alien, so, it's, it's just, it's just, I just, same thing as last time, make it more alien. Yeah. <laughs> There's so much, because we are both, like, we, we, we go hard for sci-fi, <laughs> and... Like not to not to bring again Ursula Le Guin's <laughs> The Dispossessed, which we established in the previous episode. No, which will actually no, air no, 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 next week. Next, yeah, next, next episode. <laughs> this is the episode we recorded before this, but it will air after this. Um, it's the base text for us, us as two, people. and it's just like there's so much you can do when it comes to world building mm-hmm. that is not what avatar is yeah yeah you know like there's so many ways to be alien and to create interesting conflict and like the ways the societies run and Mm -hmm. how they see the world and how it's built and how like the humans come to interact with it yeah and like the hurdles and everything and it's all it's just like all so cosmetic and so pointless yeah yeah, because you wanted to tell a story about people in the rainforest without it being people in the rainforest. Yeah. 
And like, like the only th- yeah. thing is like the air is poisonous, but even that is like not an issue. Yeah. Well, it is. Jake almost dies. Yeah, but it's like at the end, and until yeah. then, they've been able to like circumvent it because they have the technology. Yeah, exactly. Like it's just that you go to a completely new planet and you have like all this like Earth stuff, and it's yeah. just boring to yeah. look at. It's exactly. unimaginative. You're not like you're just reinventing the wheel. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. And Shrek tries to do something different. You need to bring, like, something unexpected to it. And I think that's what he thought he was doing by making it a story that we've heard before, but setting it in space. But it's still still too obviously the story. It's not turned on its head because the story is still the same. Yeah. And, you know, you can turn it on its head more. Again, this is also just a story point. You know, just take her advice. Make, Make one of the Navi the actual proper hero yeah because then you could also that way you would like learn more about the world and see how the navis live and everything instead of tell, it just yeah. being like this is a horse that you direct with your brain cells yeah you could, direct, yeah. Horse. you could tell you could, you could explore the actual world better as well mm-hmm. um yeah Sound- it doesn't serve the story no like at all no and it's disappointing. Yeah. And I'm like, also like, if utilize you have a, the world more. If you have more. this kind of budget. Yeah. That's the thing too. Like if you really want to emphasize the fact that this is an alien planet, you can do it more. Instead of just focusing yeah. on the people, you have an entire planet at your disposal. And I know that the um, concept uh, for, for this planet was really cool. Like yeah, because they, they, they tried. They really they went, tried. tried. to go hard. Yeah. But then, like, at every turn when they were making this movie, they were just like, well, what if we, we, we can't do that? Because that doesn't a- appeal to, like... The entire world. The entire world. Yeah, exactly. exactly. They marveled it. Yeah. <laughs> Speaking of <sighs> things that they had really cool concepts for but didn't actually um, bring into production, we also have the soundtrack. Yeah. Shrek soundtrack is memorable because it's so it it surprises you the first time you hear it yeah that's not what you expect when you see shrek yeah for the first time in yeah. 2001 you don't expect to hear all stars to start this like kids movie uh, this this princess about, movie. like a green ogre yeah and that's what like and then it keeps like i feel like playing hallelujah towards the end is like an iconic choice because that's <laughs> really also is. like it's it's like it's like such a heartfelt and like religious song and they just blast it over this like animated com- like comedy yeah and it just works yeah and it like it it is utilized so well whereas like the soundtrack for avatar is so unforgettable it's so and you know what the thing is again there was um god what's her name I've forgotten her name. The woman that actually invested the time into creating a really interesting sound. Wanda Bryant. Yes. Uh, who who wanted to make Ethnomusicologist a proper. Ethnomusicologist. Yeah. Wanda Bryant. Who wanted to make a proper alien race sounding thing. Mm-hmm. But then it was changed because it sounded too alien. Yeah. <laughs> Which is wild. And I'm just like, just- again, this is the mistake you make. Like, if you didn't want to make that, a sci-fi movie, then don't make a sci-fi movie. Don't. That's it. Yeah. <laughs> no one's forcing then, but you But, you know, to. then he couldn't tend... Then Cameron couldn't tell this, like, white savior narrative that he so desperately wants to tell. Yeah. He needs it to be alien, so it's okay. Yeah, exactly. For him to tell it. Yeah. But... And that is a coward move. Yeah. Just write another story. <laughs> so, again, Cameron, for the music, just go with what was originally planned. The same with the setting. Go with what was originally created and concepted. D- dare to take risk. Yeah, this because every like so far, like every single thing about the story always comes down to, well, this wouldn't have like major appeal if we did it this way. Yeah. So let's go the safe, boring route. Yeah, because you will don't have to work with more people. So it's not art first. Yeah, it's like profits first. Exactly, because they needed to like bring in the money exactly and like you don't need the money you already no. did titanic like, like you're okay 
this is not a big studio project. That's why it's so weird to me. Like, why is he so gung? Why are they so gung ho about making it like as profitable as possible? Possible because it's not like a Disney corporation that does everything because it wants to be sanitized and take over the world and apply to like every single country at the same time. Yeah. And they have this machinery, and they're like very much for profit, and like all their decisions that they ever make boil down to profit. Yeah. But this is like an individual. Of course, that he has a studio backing it up, like naturally. Yeah. And, but it's not like studio project. It's not an indie movie. <laughs> it's not an indie movie. No, it's not. It's very much so not. funny for once. But, Avatar, the indie, the indie movie. Because here we just again, it's next week. But the movie we discussed, the movie we will discuss next week, um, that was like a director-led passion passion project. Yeah. That he made like buck wild and fun mm -hmm. and like for the art of it and for the purpose of telling the story the way he wanted to tell it. Yeah. And this is a director driven movie. Yeah. A passion project that is just like so void of any statement or any art any, in a way. Yeah. Any deep, any depth. Yeah. You've got your statement. It doesn't the feel like a passion project. The easiest project. statement you can do. Yeah. yeah. It feels like. Like a boiled down plate of mush. It feels like a Marvel movie without being a Marvel movie. Yeah. It feels like a Disney movie without being a Disney movie. Yeah. Is what it is. Yeah. Exactly. Well, it's Disney. Is it Disney now? Yeah, we watched it on Disney Plus. Now it is. Yeah, but it but wasn't it, at the it time. Wasn't first. <laughs> there was a time before when not everything belonged to Disney. But maybe there's a reason why it is now part of Disney. Because it had the vibe. It had the Disney vibe. Because it it didn't it didn't say anything. Yeah. Exactly. God, I hate everything. <laughs> you know what the thing is? I'm so glad we did a different movie today as well, so I could remind myself that there is like there is good art out there. There is good art. There is like good a, art. Like movie, like movies are like a good media. Yeah. To look at. Like medium to yeah. look at different stuff when it's like utilized correctly. Exactly, and, like, and that's why we're giving the, these tips to James. When there Cameron. is vision, yeah, one might say, yeah, and like that's why we're giving these tips. We're like, you can do better than this, yeah, and you shouldn't settle for less. You shouldn't settle for this you movie. Should. This should not be the final movie. You should try, you know, let Wonder Bryant do her cool music. What's the joy you get out of this? Like, what do you get out of making this pro? Like, yeah. What does it give you? Yeah. Well, the opportunity to do Avatar two and Avatar three. But if Avatar two and Avatar three are the same one that this is, George, you know, <laughs> George Lucas sold Star Wars to Disney, and look what that did to him. He felt like he was. He was done with it. After he had done whatever the fuck the prequels were, yeah. at least he was, like, implementing his vision, no matter how good it is. But it was... He had an idea what he wanted to do. And then he was just like, you know what? I'm selling this to Disney because I don't give a shit about this anymore. I'm so done with people ragging on me. So Disney can ruin this for them now. Yeah. So I have um, the premise here in front of me mm -hmm. for Avatar 2. I wanted to just say a couple things. Kate Winslet's in this one. <laughs> um, okay. I just saw that and I was like, that's interesting. I wasn't, that was mm -hmm. not someone I was expecting to see. Um, but 13 years after the events of the original film, Avatar 1, J Jake Sully and Day Terry have formed a family and are doing anything to stay together. They are, however... Forced to leave their home and explore the different regions of Pandora when their old threat returns to finish what they started. Oh, recycling the villain, recycling the villain, because they were so good in the first movie that I want to see more of them. Another thing I just saw, Jermaine Clamont's in this one. What? <laughs> it's a Disney movie. That's it. It's yeah. a Disney movie. Yeah. There's a lot happen. There's a there's a lot to unpack in those two minutes of exploring this movie. Okay, Jesus. You know. Okay. I hope. You know what I hope. I hope that they utilize the different regions of Pandora well, better than the first movie. Yeah. 
I hope you have a Let's lot more to tell. Let's hope it feels alien this time. Yeah, I hope you have a lot more to show us. Maybe Avatar 1 was the Trojan horse <laughs> that J- Jamarin wants to use to get financed for his, like, actual vision, which is Avatar 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7, 8, 9, 10. Yes. That's where we will get the, like, real interesting stuff. Vin Diesel's in this movie. Gee, okay. <laughs> Just gonna, we keep getting hit. We keep hearing about this movie, and I'm starting to think it's never gonna come out. It's currently been pushed back to December 2022. Okay, so there's three sequels planned. The second one, December 2022. The third one, December 2024. Sorry, four sequels. So the the what did I say that the the fourth sequel, December December 2026. And then December 2028. The 2020s are going to be defined by Avatar sequels. I refuse. I literally hate it so much. Yeah. How can you plan this like, far this ahead? This is... This Why is, do you this think is, this is, like, Marvel? <laughs> Why did you... I just... I don't like it. it. It makes me feel dirty. It feels wrong. Like, imagine mm-hmm. all the people you could give money to to make films. And it's the same fucking cast. Yeah. They it's the same fucking cast. Mm-hmm. We will have to keep watching Jake Sully for 10 years. Okay, well here's the thing. We don't have to watch it, Rita. <laughs> Mari, we are We're watching after the very two. That's premise all we've said. of this podcast is to write every single oh, shit, film known to right. man. So we will eventually have to watch all of the Avatar movies. This is true. I forgot about that. This is the only Avatar we will watch twice, though. Yes. We will not. This is it. Everyone, everything else gets a one view. Hurrah. I genuinely think I'll never watch this movie again. I think so, too. Yeah. I'm pretty sure that I, that it, it like, I'm literally done with it now. I've talked it to death now. Um, do we want to talk about the moral of this movie and how we can improve that? Yes. Just. <laughs> See? That's also the thing. It because the there is the lack of motive and there is the lack of characterization and there's the lack of like community. Mm-hmm. Like everything is so just tacked on for the sake of it that it doesn't bring any deeper discussions about anything. It all Like Shrek is about Shrek is like an inner journey. It is an outer journey, but it's also an inner journey because mm-hmm. it is accepting yourself and accepting where you are in the world and like taking, like it's just that's what's that's why it's like still so good because it's such a timeless piece of yeah. like Media. motive and narrative. Yeah, and that's what people will always come down to. It's like because you never feel like you belong, mm-hmm. and you want to find. Your place in the world. You want to find like, your mom family. But Jake doesn't have like any real character growth, so he also we like we also lack the moral of accept yourself. He changes literally sides, does the but it's not opposite. really yeah. Because he like he is um disabled. He's not able like he doesn't like he. I think it was like he lost his leg in like in the like some sort of war that he took part on on earth mm-hmm. right yeah that's the thing and then his like ultimate joy is like he finally finds a form he finds a way to get his legs back and i'm like that's a valid thing it, like sure yeah. you probably would want like to have your legs back but also that's such like 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 it, it there's something about it like why does not like that make you feel like less of a man like why can you not like find yeah why can't you accept yourself as you are? Why can't you accept your, like... It's, yeah, it's tough. Um, yeah. And I think that also, like, the the issue with Jake is as well that, like, he... You don't really see the meditation or the reflection of his journey uh, forward, right? He just he kind of falls in love with Neytiri. He falls in love with Neytiri, and that's his reason for wanting to protect um, the Navi. Mm-hmm. But it's so flimsy, because he doesn't have any ties to anything before he joins the Navi. No. His brother is dead, which he doesn't seem to think about at all. No. 
who knows what kind of family he has on earth mm-hmm. no friends no not like he has nothing he, it's it's that kind of like that they use in like fantasy movies where it's like always the orphan narrative because you can take yeah. an orphan and you can push him anywhere because they don't have like family ties yeah to keep them so this is like that but with an adult man yeah exactly <laughs> and it's just so boring to watch because there's like if he hasn't been able to like grow any ties until this point of his life what's to say that the ties he makes with like Neytiri out of just like pure like exotic attraction is in any way isn't any kind of what's the word it doesn't feel like a moment for him yeah exactly apparently it was deep because they 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 have two children together and after two and they're together for 13 years at least (laughs) Anyone so can get married and have kids more. <laughs> <laughs> we can think, all do that. But yeah. not with an alien. That's true. Not, not with yet. a sexy alien lady. Um, yeah, I feel like, yeah. you know, changing the moral is like dependent on changing the story. And changing the story should be perspective change. And getting yeah. rid of Jake Sully. <laughs> Just fucking ditch him. Yes. Throw him away. Throw mm-hmm. him to the wolves. Throw him to the weird panthers that are not panthers, but we all know they are panthers. They're, yeah. You're alien panthers that aren't panthers. Yeah. Um, it's slightly more difficult to discuss studio lore. Because it's just like, hey. Well, I feel like maybe if this had been, like, if this hasn't wasn't so tied to becoming a monetary success to, yeah. like, that if that wasn't like seemed to be the sole motivator yeah could it be more interesting exactly. if this was a spite movie you know yeah exactly it's not, if nothing it's... is a purer motive than spite <laughs> but also just like if you made um made made this a proper passion project and not mm-hmm. a blockbuster i think a lot could be solved if you wanted to take the risks you know if you yeah. wanted to go with the, the with the cool original planet concepts and the cool original music concepts, and you wanted to push but I the think story, for that to work, you would need to be a blockbuster because that takes a lot of money. Like that was the thing that this was an expensive movie to make. Yeah, but maybe then like make it, like find ways to make it where it doesn't take so much money. Yeah. <laughs> well, they've made it once. A lot. Don't prioritize the technology over the story. That's always a thing, right? Yeah. Like, the audience is actually first. going Characters to know first. a lot of the time either. Like, the audience <laughs> is, is silly. <laughs> we don't really notice it when you... You know, we notice it when it's bad. Yeah. But when you use technology that's good... Like, we notice cats... Because we noticed the technology in cats because we it was very it didn't seem very there good. was nothing engaging about the movie yeah. apart from like making fun of the technology yeah um though again people worked very hard in it and the studio was horrific to to the people of yeah but, but like you know it's one of those things where like you know if you do it this way we won't yeah but you know good for them groundbreaking technology very expensive maybe they just maybe they didn't want to make a story at all and they were just like we just want to do the technology then make a mood stuff. piece <laughs> yeah make an avatar mood piece i'd love that just like you know some cool shots of an alien planet no yeah. humans that have to interfere with it why have the humans at all if that's the case yeah give us a cool alien narrative but no nope no we have this we have Avatar, we need... and we're going to have Avatar 1 to... 5. 6. 6. Oh. It just hurts, is the thing. It's so many movies. How do you plan and that? It's... How do you say we're going to make... 4 sequels? 5 sequels? What if the next one bombs horrifically? Will they still make... That's what I wanted to four more movies yeah i wish they would they would deserve it because then they just like they're making it because they like signed the deal with the devil and none of them are getting any joy from it because they know that no one gives a shit and they just keep making that is such a good purgatory punishment yeah (laughs) just keep making a project that you have no like passion for and you know will not bring you anything 
And also, does James Cameron genuinely want to do all this? That's what I wondered too. Like, does he not want to do this? Yeah. Does he want to keep doing this till he fucking dies? Because it does. It feels like he could do other things that are fun too. Yeah, I feel like this has been like because clearly they don't like. According to the first Avatar, they are not too fussed about exploring anything new. Mm -hmm. So why keep rehashing the same thing for six times? Yeah, exactly. What do you get out of it except maybe money? Yes. Anyway. (sighs) That's it. That's it. That's the Avatar. That's that's our fun, full energy anniversary episode. (laughs) We were coming to this open-hearted open-minded yeah yeah if you say like oh you guys are so cynical i'm just like yeah but that was only after you we watched... watched it again yeah <laughs> you watch avatar twice in one year yeah you see how you feel after that yeah you watch it right after watching goodfellas which is a very good movie <laughs> yeah we're trying to ha- like give a helping hand to jamron here yes you know Jamron, this please is our gift to, us. to the world please let us write uh, one of the other avatar movies We'd be so fun. It'd be so fun to work on one of them. I say, yeah. I say after having ragged on his on Avatar for an hour. But look. We could make it cool and good. We could make it cool and good. Um, We've already hinted at what next week's episode is going to be because we recorded yeah, it before this episode. Yeah. Spoiler alert. It's already in the can. But Rena, do you want to... Mari, let's, let's, let's cosplay this moment yes. that I... When I, te- I texted you a week ago, I texted you, I said, Mari, next movie that we're going to watch, that's Goodfellas. Mm-hmm. To make up for our Scorsese talk in the last episode, I decided that it's good for us to embark on a Scorsese journey. Yes, exactly. We, ta- we talked about Scorsese for 10 minutes and we weren't talking about Scorsese in that movie. So now we talk about Scorsese for a whole hour. <laughs> and we had a blast. We had a blast. It was a fun this time. This is a good start to a new new a new, new year. year. A new year. We're feeling good. Yeah. So, um if you have stuck it out with us for a year, wow. Well done. Thank you. That's so cool. And of well you. done. Yes. Um it's very cool to see people engaging with us. It's fun. Um and we hoped to bring even more people mm-hmm. here yes. this upcoming year. And maybe you can help us in that project yes. by sharing us with your friends and family and enemies. Yes. Your enemies. Bring them especially. all here. Yeah. <laughs> we have room for everyone on this on this podcast. Yeah. Um Yeah, so we have a you know, if you want to share us on social media, we have a Twitter and we have an Instagram. Both are called Swamp It Up. Um, we're on iTunes, which you can rate us on. We're on Spotify, where you can subscribe to us. And we're on Stitcher, but I don't know what, what how Stitcher works. There, you can subscribe on Stitcher, I'm pretty sure. Well, do that too, then. Do that too. Mm, yeah. That's Thank it. you. Yeah. That's it. Thanks for that, listening. This wraps this year, baby. When what a year. Here's to the next one. Yes. Bye. Bye.